Hello and welcome to the What Country Is podcast with Sarah Pearson. I am Sarah Pearson. As I say every week, here I am until I guess I get a co-host. But, you know, I consider my cat a co-host. He hangs out with me, sits in my lap, purrs into the microphone. So I feel like he is an honorary member of the What Country Is podcast crew because he definitely helps edit by laying across my hands while I do it. Um, It's very frustrating, but he's very adorable when he does it. How was your week, guys? Happy Friday. My week has been a little strange, a little unmotivated that turned into some motivation, and, and now I'm here, which is, you know, it's been a weird one. My lessons got changed again. Love my student. He's the best. Changes my schedule. And it it doesn't stress me out because I've got nothing to stress about because I have no life. This is all I've got. I talk to a camera and and nothing else. I talk to you guys. Um, And I, I appreciate you listening. But, you know, I don't really have much to look forward to other than this and my lessons. And so when things change, it makes me sad. But I'm not going to let it get me down this week because I have been writing a lot of music, which I am super excited about. I'm excited to, you know, make new, fun Memphis music. It's not particularly Memphis-y, but it's just music that I've been writing in Memphis. And I have been struggling since I moved here to find... Uh, a method that I enjoy. I feel like wherever I am, there's a new process of songwriting that goes into creating material that I'm really comfortable with. And, you know, at home, my room, my porch outside definitely are places that inspire me to write frequently. Um, When I was at college, obviously my room was like an ideal spot because I was able to put all my awesome trinkets and stuff in it. And then I would, you know, write in the practice rooms. And, you know, here I've been just struggling to find a spot where I feel like I can do my best creative work. And unfortunately, my brain likes to be creative at three in the morning. And my bedroom is right next to my sister's. And so... I am still struggling, I'm still figuring it out, but I I have written some really great stuff and I am excited for you guys to hear it. Hopefully I can put out some more music at the end of the year. That would be crazy. Maybe like an acoustic EP. That might be too much. That might be a little more than I can do, Um, but like definitely a single. So I'm kind of excited about it. that was on, the only thing keeping me from doing more projects is just my, you know, the lack of songwriting that I've been doing. But um, I definitely have a ton of material to work with now, which I'm super excited about. And uh, maybe we'll see some music from me in the next, I don't know, few months, maybe the end of the year. Who knows? This week, other than the songwriting, I have, you know, we've just been hanging out, not doing too much country digging, 
I just, I, you know, I get so encapsulated in country music and then I take a break, you know, and this week has kind of been a break week for me, especially when it comes to reading about country and listening to it and watching videos about it. And I was just like, okay, you need to chill out, Sarah. We are going to take a break. We're going to listen to some pop. We're going to listen to some rock. We're going to get into it. Oh, last week, speaking of other things that I've been listening to, last week I did hint at perhaps talking about Jensen Ackles and his duo that he's in called Radio Company. I believe I've got that correct. And I listened to, they have one album out called Volume 1, and it is not country in a sense, but it could be like a distant relative to country. It's like it, everything about Jensen Ackles radiates supernatural to me, and I love it because I love the show, but I just can't really separate the characters or like his character from himself very well. So um, I was really excited when I discovered that he uh, made music, and I their album came out last year, at the beginning of the pandemic, and I gotta say, it's not, it's not perfect, and like, I don't know if I would re-listen to it frequently, like if I was in like a, I wanna hear Jensen Ackles sing kind of mood, ladies and whoever is into Jensen Ackles, uh, you know, I feel like you would know. It's that kind of mood, you know? It's a hot guy that's singing, which I appreciate. But um, I think their songs are good. I, I, you know, I didn't give it too hard of a listen. I just wanted to talk about it. I wanted to see what your thoughts are if you've heard it, if you're a fan of Supernatural. And if you didn't know about it, now you can go listen to it. Uh, but if you already knew about it, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the album and Jensen Ackles singing in general. I thought it was pretty good. I was impressed. Um, you know, I would, I'd like to hear more of like a dynamic uh, in his singing, which will hopefully, they're putting out another album soon, I think in May, maybe. Maybe I read that wrong, but I, they're putting out volume two, which I think I'm, I'm excited for. I'll listen to it just because it's Jen Jensen Ackles and I, I really enjoy his person. But that's, that's basically, there was, wasn't much to talk about. I just listened to it. I thought it was interesting and I want to hear more from them in the future. Not really country related, but kind of country adjacent is basically what I'm getting at. Another topic not related to country at all that I wanted to talk about, is specifically naming a pet. Now, I'm not getting a new cat. Obviously, if you listened to last week's episode, uh, clearly the one cat that I have is more than enough that I can handle. He's a bit much. So no new cats. My sister is the proud owner of two fish, however. Uh, she has a three-year-old white goldfish named Cordelia and a brand new littler goldfish named Hosea. And when she got Hosea, the second fish, 
she upgraded to a new tank, uh, which is much bigger. And so that leaves us an open tank for possible new fish. And she's been throwing around the idea of getting a beta to put in this new tank, which is cool. I like betas. They've always been my favorite. They're beautiful. And we, you know, have differing opinions on names. However, she is allowing me to choose the name for this beta that will be coming into our life soon maybe in a few months. I'm not sure when it's coming, but when it does, I wanna be prepared. So I wrote down a list that I ran by her. She, we have some debate in how we name animals in general. Cole's a pretty good name. I've chosen some peculiar names in the past for pets, uh, but I think I have a pretty good track record. I named my dog. Uh, many years ago, I named the newest dogs that we have. I've named uh, uh, the other cat that we had in my house with my parents. Um, I did not name the rabbit that we have. However, uh, the name I have given him is Babbit because he is a bad rabbit. He's bad at being a rabbit and he is a naughty rabbit. So he is in my, my mind, he is a Babbit, which I have now given him that name and everyone in the family calls him that and that's not his name and I'm not going to tell you his name because that's not his name either. He's a babbit, okay? That's how it be. So I feel like I've done relatively well naming pets that I have owned in my life. Now, when I'm trying to be silly and my sister's playing Red Dead, I give her terrible names for horses like Gary. Like, no one's gonna name their horse Gary, but I think it's funny that she would be riding a horse named Gary. Now, this brings me to the picture that lives outside of my door in the hallway that she has hung up. I'm sure it's been up for years, and she has never thought to name it. It is a little weasely type creature, very small, very fluffy, very cute. And I just looked at him one morning when I woke up to go get my morning tea and I said, you look like a Franklin picture of a creature. And so now every morning when I get up and go to the bathroom, which is across the hall or, or get my drinks or breakfast or whatever, I just go, hey Franklin, and my sister hates it. So that brings us to now with the fish. I've got a list of names here that I wanna run by you I want your suggestions. You can send them to me on Instagram. I'm always pretty active there. If you're on YouTube watching this, you can put it in the comments. Literally anywhere, I'll take it. Private messages, just tell me your thoughts about fish names for our beta that are unique. Cause that's my sister. She likes unique names, obviously. And I like more generic names for things like that. So our first name is Draco. And for a beta, that'd be pretty baller. I've never used that word baller in my life. I don't know why I decided to use it then, but it'd be pretty cool to have a little cool red, maybe, you know, Draco beta fish, right? I thought that would be pretty cool. And she agreed. I mean, Harry Potter's pretty great. And so, 
that's what it reminds me of, and I think he would be a, a really cool fish, fish name. And then our next option is River, or River, but it's spelled R-I-V-A-H, Riva. I, I want to call it River, but with like an uh sound, so like River, like a British, British people would say. And then she would like to call it Riva. I disagree. I think it should be River. But you let me know what you think in the wherever comments you are private message. The next one is a little bit of influence from me. Uh, I think we should name him Gil Burt. Gil dash Burt. Gil hyphen Burt. Um, and we can call him Gil for short. But I don't think that his name should be Gilbert. I think it should be Gil hyphen Burt. Um, my sister hates that, uh, as you can imagine. But I, I think I like it. That's like a front runner for me, Gil hyphen Burt. I, it just, it sounds like a really full name, you know, very proper. The next one <laughs> is James Pond. I, I thought it was hilarious. I was looking on a website about, you know, silly fish names, and that one really stood out to me, and I laughed so hard, um, and I had to write it down because I just imagined me walking by the tank going, Pond, James Pond, and I don't know why, but it, it really cracked me up the first time I read it, and so that is on my list, and then this one actually my sister picked out out of the silly fish name lists, uh, Genghis Carp, and, uh, that's that, you know, Genghis Carp. You just, you let me know what we should name our fish. Give me some suggestions. I want to know because I'm excited about this fish coming into our lives and I want it to have the perfect name that will equally make me happy as well as drive my sister crazy. So if you can give me those suggestions, I would be very grateful. Now we're going to talk about Another thing that is country adjacent, not country directly, country adjacent. That's going to be the topic of this, that's going to be the title of this podcast episode, country adjacent. This next topic I thought about while I was laying in bed this morning. I had a tough time sleeping last night and for better or for worse, I stayed up until five in the morning and then I FaceTimed with my best friend, Liz Olmstead. She lives in Ireland and she just sent me a text. That's nice. Oh, that's weird. Um, and, you know, I was just trying to think of ideas and of how to go about this episode because I don't really have a plan today. I did not plan to talk about anything that I've already talked about. Uh, this is the only planned part of the podcast today, so I'm surprised I've made it this far. But I had this idea while I was listening to some music last night in my trying to go to sleep mode. And, you know, some Disney came on. And I'm a huge fan of Disney music. I don't think anyone hates it. Um, and I think everyone could appreciate some good you know, Disney music from time to time. I'm a big Mulan fan. I enjoy Tangled. I enjoy Beauty and the Beast. You know, anything that's got really great music attached to it. Hercules. Hercules is, is like the most underrated Disney movie on the planet. You gotta go watch it. It's got great music. It's got a great story. It's, the reason it wasn't so successful was because it was targeted at boys. But let me tell you, girls, boys, we can all enjoy it. 
So go watch it. If you've never seen it before, you got to go watch it. I think it's on Netflix, but it's probably on Disney Plus now. So go check it out somewhere, please. It'll be the best thing ever. Which leads me into the topic that I thought about while I was trying to go to sleep after I was listening to some Disney tunes, which is what Disney songs would make good country songs? So I hopped on to Instagram this morning to see, to ask the general public what they think, what songs, because I could make a list of all of the songs that I think are country, but what's the point, you know? You already know my opinions half the time. And so I thought I'd ask my friends and my family what Disney songs they think would be good country music. And let me tell you, I got some, I got a few responses and I'm very excited to discuss them. So the first one that I received, speaking of Hercules, was I Won't Say I'm In Love, from Hercules, and that's sung by Megara. And let me tell you, I love that song the way it is. But after I got that suggestion, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be a country song. I just was like picturing it in my head, and it's, it could be like a, a modern, a modern type of uh, country song. And I was just like picturing the music video in my brain as like, oh, it's the girl at the bar and there's this, you know, bad boy, cowboy type. And he is just like trying so hard to, to hit on her and, and to get her to like him. And she plays really hard to get, like really hard to get. And, you know, walks around the bar and like and does whatever. And then she's just like, I kind of like him. And then that's like the cool, oh, I could just see it now. It'd be so cool. I like, <laughs> I was like instantly, I was like, yes, this is the one. Um, it was so much better than mine. My song was Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. And I still think it would be a great country song because it's got a lot of that like passion and soulfulness that I think a country song should have. But I Won't Say I'm In Love is definitely a modern country song waiting to happen. So I don't think I could do it uh, and make a country version of it. But I would love to challenge anybody who's, uh, you know, production inclined and then also country music inclined uh, to make a uh, I Won't Say I'm In Love version, uh, country version. So I'd be really excited to hear that. The next song that was suggested as a good country song was The Bare Necessities from The Jungle Book. And I get a, like a, a travel vibe from it. Like a, kind of like a country roads or, um, you know, on the road again type of song. And I think it does have a lot of like country elements that are neat. Um, it's got some of these like, uh, seven chords that you can see in a lot of like John Denver songs and and that would be super cool as like a boom ding boom ding boom ding you know bare necessities the simple bare necessities oh like I just I just think there was a lot of potential when it comes to that song it, like I said it could be that travel song that you put on and you're just like yep 
we're chugging along down the road and I think it'd be a really good option for country music. The next one on my list is basically a country song already, but I, I, I'm seeing you, Jackson, okay? You, you, you offered me something that's already a country song, basically. You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story is basically already a country song. It's got that acoustic guitar. And I mean, it's about like the main character who is a cowboy, okay? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Is it, is it from Toy Story? Wait, hold on. We gotta look this up. I'm like almost 100% sure it's from Toy Story. You've got a friend. Yeah, Toy Story. For some reason, I was thinking it was from like, for a moment, I thought it was from Monsters, Inc. What's the song from Monsters, Inc.? You let me know. I can't remember. But maybe that could be a good country song, too, if I could remember it. So, Jackson, I'm telling you now, already a country song. Not, not a great contender, um, because it already exists in the country realm. The next one is Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King. And I think The Lion King has some great songs, that being one of them. And I I could see like a ballady version of it. I don't know if I'm 100% convinced that it would make a, a great country song. But I think if you sped it up a little bit, I think it had like potential. I think, I keep saying I think, I believe, <laughs> I need a new phrase. I believe that like a Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers version would be killer, except obviously R.P. Kenny. Uh, but Dolly Parton could do it with someone else. Um, I, I just don't know for sure. Like maybe like an Islands in the Stream vibe. That could be it. You know, I, I could see that. The Islands in the Stream vibe kind of flowing with the going, you know. I could see it. I'm on board. I kind of like it now. I've convinced myself that it could be a good country song. And now I just, let's, let's just, that was basically all of the suggestions that I received. So I'm hoping that next time I do one of these that we have quite a few more suggestions. But until then, we'll just have to stick with what we've got. And I wanted to kind of brainstorm. What other Disney songs could be country songs? And who would sing them? You know what? We'll start with this list. Who would sing this list? You know, I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules. It's gotta be Carrie Underwood, right? Or, you know what? I think Gabby Barrett could do a great job. I think she has that kind of, like, attitude that Megara would have in that, you know, instance. And I think she would do a good job of it. Bare Necessities, you know, I'm trying to think of who, like a good, you know, John Denver, like similar adjacent uh, is popular right now. Oh, I, maybe like Tyler Childers. <laughs> it could be like a creepy Bare Necessities. Or, um, oh, you know, 
there's just, I don't think there's anyone off the top of my head that's like screaming. Oh, maybe like Cody Johnson. It could be like a rodeo-y type of travel song. That could be interesting. I could be into that. Maybe Cody Johnson. And then You've Got a Friend of Me, we've already talked about, is already a country song. So anyone, literally anyone could do it. Um, I'm thinking that, like, Blake Shelton. He's, he's got the you, You've Got a Friend in Me vibe. Um, because he is literally a friend of everyone, I feel like. And it's just, it befuddles me. Like, he just walks in a room and he's like, I've made friends with everyone here. So maybe he could do a, you know, You've Got a Friend in Me cover. I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. And then, like I said, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Dolly Parton with anyone, I think, would be great. I just, I can see it. It's kind of got that, like, I will always love you vibe. So I think she could do a good job. I also think that, you know, it could be, mm, who else? Like, maybe a Runaway June and I'm trying to think of a, a male person that I am listening to right now. Oh, like maybe uh, like a Runaway June, uh, Brett Eldridge. That would be cool. I haven't heard much from Brett Eldridge in a long time. So honestly, I could I could see it. I'm I'm excited about that. It's not coming ever, but one day maybe it will. <laughs> and then my suggestion was. Colors of the Wind, and definitely Carrie could do that one. Um, Ashley McBride could do it. She's got a unique voice, and I don't know if it's powerhouse enough, but she could definitely kick some butt on it. I don't think, again, not Marin Morris or, or like Ingrid, what's her face? or Carly Pierce, I don't think they could do it. I, I do think that, you know, the Queen Carrie could do it and kill it. Maybe Maddie and Tay. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Maddie and Tay. I think they deserve some more recognition in country music. Um, so maybe they could do uh, a Pocahontas cover. Maybe they could do like um, a mashup of uh, Just Around the River Bend and uh, Colors of the Wind, and it would be super cool. That was a long conversation about basically nothing, <laughs> not important things in country music. Country adjacent. I want to expand this podcast to more than just country music, just country living in general. So if I see something particularly interesting that is relatively similar or country adjacent, I should rename the podcast to country adjacent. Uh, I want to talk about it because there can be only so much to talk about with country music as, you know, things are coming out, events are happening, and, and you know, life life keeps going, and uh, the podcasts keep coming, even if there's no country music or anything to talk about. I'm sure there will be, but I want to expand my horizons and reach out to new types of content that's not 100% music related. So 
Thank you guys for joining me this week. I hope you had a great week. I hope you continue to have another great week and I will see you guys and be in your ears next Friday. That's all I've got for you. Still haven't mastered the intro or the outro. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>